0: Hello and welcome back. My name is Dr. Christopher Gennari. This is Great Big History Podcast. Today we talk about the 1950s and 60s in America and in the West, Western liberalism, and we talk about the invention of adolescence, the invention of teenagers. Teenagers are different. Like Britney Spears, they're no longer a girl and yet not quite a woman. They're not young adults. This is the idea of adolescence. Why? Why? 200 years ago, if you were 19, you were an adult. Alexander Hamilton was 19 when the American Revolution started. When he became aide-de-camp of George Washington. By 25, you were a man. With kids, a wife, a homestead. You were an important person. In your community, by 30 who had reached your kind of status. That's Atticus Finch in To Kill a Mockingbird. There's a great line in Interview with a Vampire where Brad Pitt is a vampire and he's in being interviewed by Christian Slater, I guess, is the actor. And he says something like, "I was 21 or 22, or I was 20," and he's like, "I I was younger than you are now, but in in 1789, it was different. You were I was an adult. I I ran my plantation. I had slaves. I had money, and that's the way teenagers were viewed. They were they were young adults." And they had been forever. A 20-year-old is a warrior. A 30-year-old is a general. Look at our Constitution. You could be president at 35. Why? Because that was considered old enough to have had enough experience, to have enough legitimacy, that you could then tell other men other people of the government what to do at 35. Now, you didn't live as long. The average age of ex- life expectancy at in 1900 was 40. When my grandmother was born, it was 44. She lived to be 90. You expect to live maybe to 90 to 100. And so the world has gotten older. In the 50s and the 60s, it was getting younger. And now you live in a world that's gotten old. The average age of America is something like somewhere in the mid-50s, I think, is the average American. If I'm not mistaken. And we're young. It's much older in Japan and in China. So, you So the invention of adolescence is a weird thing because it's saying you're not an adult to people who a hundred years ago were clearly adults. Why? Why such a radical change? Well, industrialization, just like it created childhood. Free compulsory high school education was required by the mid-50s in order to get a decent job, in order to do the jobs that were necessary in an industrialized economy. And so kids needed that education, which means they had to go to school full time, which means they couldn't get a job, which means they had to delay four years of their life. And the public supported this. Education became free. High school education became free, just like childhood education had been. Public taxes built the neighborhoods. The school became the new church. The most one of the most important buildings, one of the most public buildings in the small in a town, especially small towns. If you ever watched the, the show Friday Night Lights, or you've ever been in the South, the local high school football game is a public event. It is huge. The entire town comes out. And so public taxes built these schools to educate these students in order to build these neighborhoods. And settling 16- to 21-year-olds have time and money and independence. Because they had to go to school. They had to learn stuff. But learning is not a 24-7 job. It's not an industrialized job. And so now they have time on their hands. They do some jobs, uh, work at Wawa, work at McDonald's. Now they have some money on their hands. And they've got independence. Because they don't have the responsibilities their parents or especially their grandparents would have had at their same age of of a house children responsibilities now they're living in their parents saying i'm an adult but not being treated like one because they don't earn an independent money they're not married and so what happens adults panic they're freaked out by drugs because now i don't know what my kids are doing i'm at work or My kids are at someone else's house. What are they doing? One is obviously drugs. Reefer madness. Which will make you... If you smoke smoke marijuana, man, you're going to become a commie. You're going to start this thinking. You're going to have too much education plus drugs equals communism. Sex and communism, actually. You're going to be lured into communism by drugs and sex. Mm Mm-hmm. Which you may laugh at, but remember... How do you keep them on the farm when they've seen Paris song? What do they worry about? Young men, home from war, clearly adults, getting involved in sex, drinking, and drugs. They've seen Paris. They've seen New York. How does the farmland compete? How can we keep them safe when they've already done these things? So drugs, sex, and women, interestingly, become responsible for chastity. That's not the way it used to be. It starts in the Victorians to change, but it used to be women wanted sex and men denied it because men had other things to do. The ancient Greek world is especially true of this. We have letters from Cicero complaining about his wife bothering him. He's like, oh, come on. I, I have to write my Philippics. I don't have time for this. By the 1950s, it's changed. And it's the idea that boys want sex. And it's girls who deny it. It's that girls who are now going to school with boys. That's the issue. How do you protect your daughters who are going to high school With these boys. And the idea is that boys should want sex. So it's girls' job to deny it. Boys have desire. And this is new. It's been stirring for like about the last hundred years. But now people have the time. See, before it was stirring, but you always shunted it off into marriage. At 18, my grandparents were married by 19. Uh, My wife's uh, grandmother had three kids by 19 and married. She was married and proud of that. And everyone was proud of that. Or had two kids by 20, 21. So. The idea was. You could put that into marriage. Now you can't. Because now people need that time to get the education. So now they're hanging out together. They're going to school together. They're sitting right next to each other. They're making googly eyes at each other. And so what becomes the issue is society tells women, don't be hoes. It's your responsibility. If you get pregnant, it's your fault. You have to deal with it. You allowed this to happen. And that's new. Being pregnant was a girl's failure. Boys were naturally irresponsible. You can't trust boys. Teenage boys and decisions. The only thing you can be certain of with a teenage boy in a decision is he will choose the wrong decision. So it's girls have to be more adult. Girls have to be more responsible. Girls have to be more protective. And society has to protect girls more. Now notice what feminism will do. Feminism will try to be throwing off those chains and saying, whoa, stop blaming me for everything. I want to do my own thing. I want to make my own decisions. But if you're watching the video, this is from um, Natalie Wood's speech. About her her parents in um, Rebel Without a Cause. And it's, he called me a dirty tramp. My own father. My own father thinks I'm a slut. For hanging out with boys. It's a girl's fault. And American culture still does this. Still does. We still put the weight... And maybe that's what the Me Too movement is, is trying to break us out of. Um, but it's the weight that women are the object of sexual desire. Who has to somehow earn their way to companionship. So we have drugs. We have sex. Then we have rebel without a cause. We got crime. Well, we have teenage boys who have time on their hands and they're bored. So what do they do? Stupid things. They have weak fathers, ruined sons. Rebel without a cause. His father dresses in a, his mother's apron for cooking. The father cooks. Now you, you may go, wait a minute, hold on, professor. The great chefs of the world are all men. And I say, yes, but not in America cooking was feminine in america domesticity was feminine in america so a man who cooks the man who hosts where in the 19th century would be a dignified gentleman of class and taste maybe a dandy if he had certain certain specialty more more feminine tastes maybe but still a man now he's a woman now he's weak weak fathers ruin sons strong mothers ruin sons and what do we mean by ruin make them gay basically don't treat them don't make them grow to be regular homo norman of men who have sex with women that is something wrong girl boys don't play with dolls girls play with dolls boys play with war action figures notice how you use the words one is an action figure the other is a doll the other picture in our um video in case you're not watching is norman bates many of you have probably seen uh, the bates hotel tv show but norman bates a boy's best friend is his mother His mother was very controlling. And did he turn out okay? No, not at all. He ends up with a porn addiction and murdering young women. So, we invent teenagers. We invent adolescence as this time between. And what happens is adults panic. In the 50s and then in the rebellion of the 60s, it's even crazier because it's the idea that we gave, them, gave these kids all the disadvantages and they screwed it all up. So it's a funny thing now if you're, if you're a millennial and you get all the hate from the boomers who call you lazy and attached to your phone and you, you have no work ethic. That is exactly what boomer parents said to them in the 50s and the 60s. They were on drugs, obsessed with sex, getting into trouble, vaguely homosexual, with their long hair, and they weren't responsible. The same thing the boomers were saying about you guys, boomer parents said about them. Okay. In our next episode, we're talking about how television created the middle class and how it gives us our identity on economic um, stability and resources. Thank you.